Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nottingham Playcast. The podcast is about to begin. Please take your seats. Hello, welcome to this special festive edition of Nottingham Playcast with all the latest from Nottingham Playhouse. The weather outside is frightful, but here at the Playhouse it really is the most delightful time of the year. You can probably hear our pantomime rumbling away in the background as I talk. Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood continues until January. And stay listening for a special interview with the one and only John Elkington, Panto Dame extraordinaire. But first, Panto isn't the only charming show we have on offer at this time of the year. We have a special offering for younger children in the Neville studio, The Elves and the Shoemaker. And here's a special interview with the director, Siobhan Cannon-Brownlee, interviewed by Beth Schuler, our Artist Development Coordinator. Hello, I'm in the Neville studio with the lovely Siobhan Cannon-Brownlee, who is a director, who is directing our wonderful children's show, The Elves and the Shoemaker. Siobhan, tell us a little bit about Elves and the Shoemaker. Hello. The Elves and the Shoemaker is um, a beautiful uh, new adaptation uh, by Catherine Chandler of the classic grim fairy tale. Um, And it's a world premiere. So our audiences in Nottingham in the Neville studio and then in January in primary schools across the county will be experiencing something that no one else ever has, a brand new version of the story. And it's absolutely delightful. We have two local actors involved, Hazel Monaghan and Terry Haywood, and they are playing a storyteller and a shoemaker, and then they double up as our elves. Um, And they are so playful and creative and just really lovely to work with. With. I'm also working with Rob Green, who is a local singer-songwriter and has recently begun composing and uh, being an MD, which is a musical director for theatre. So I've worked with him a few times. I'm really excited to be collaborating with him again. So he's composing an original score for the show and creating songs based on what we've been talking about in rehearsals. Um, I've had Rob come in and be a part of that and then go away and create lyrical content based on what we've said about the script itself so it's been a lovely process so far and one of the things I'm most proud of is the fact that the team is largely from Nottingham which feels really special it's a Christmas show for Nottingham and it's made by lots of people who are from Nottingham so tell us a little bit about your take on directing this show like what's been your concept your ideas behind it So it's always a difficult challenge to tackle a story that is really well known and really well loved and how do you do something different with it? Um, And actually maybe you don't need to do something different with it. You need to tell a really good story really well. So that's what I'm aiming to do. Um, I'll let you be the judge of that audience out there in the ether. We've been talking a lot about why uh, Clara, which is the name of our shoemaker in our particular adaptation, um, is in the dire straits that she's in. So she's down to a very last piece of leather and if she can't sell the shoes that she could make from that then her business is going to go under basically Um, and it feels like quite a modern tale in that sense it feels very much um, to me it feels to be a critique of capitalism and although this is a children's show we haven't shied away from talking about the bigger issues talking about the economy the state that we're in at the moment what we could all be doing to help each other out a little bit more perhaps because things are not necessarily happening at a governmental level in 
terms of supporting small independent businesses, which is very much what we're dealing with here. And um, it's repeated many times in the script that Clara is sad and Clara is lonely. And um, although, as I keep saying, this is a show for children, that doesn't mean that we need to sort of patronise or belittle Mm -hmm. or make those issues smaller. Um, They're very human issues and they're things that we've been exploring a lot in rehearsal and what is loneliness and why is it so prevalent? Um, And, um, yeah, the the elves are... um, sort of symbols really of human connection I think that's how I see them and they come in and this great kindness that they do Clara um, is uh, the thing that pulls her out of that loneliness and is the thing that helps her turn her business around and um, helps her get back on her own feet and uh, take control of her own life a little bit more as well so I think it's a story about human connection and friendship and how we can all help each other out a little bit more and also we should probably support local businesses and, and try and overthrow capitalism if we can really Really. So it's a call to arms. <laughs> and rates. <laughs> Absolutely. You've got to start young. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, what other kind of work have you done for this? Because this is a children's show, but you've actually mm. done quite a, quite a wide body of work, haven't you? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so... Um, I started out directing quite classic plays and then I went through a Shakespearean period and I used to do lots of site-specific Shakespeare, which means um, basically means anywhere that isn't theatre. So I did a, a production of The Tempest on the Beach and a production of Macbeth. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I'm in a theatre, but I don't really believe in that. So there we go. <laughs> I did a production of Macbeth in um, a 12th century abbey and also an abandoned castle Macbeth and that happens. kind of thing. I did Macbeth in a graveyard. Yeah, exactly. It lends itself. <laughs> doesn't it, it to does. being able to do that um so yes yeah, so I went through that kind of chapter and mm. um uh, part of founding a company called the Highland Shakespeare Company which toured Shakespeare around the Highlands in Scotland mm. um and I don't really do a lot of that anymore but that was uh, one distinct mm. chapter um I've always been really really interested in new writing and um working on new plays so that's why the elves and the shoemaker is so exciting as well because mm. it's a brand new adaptation but um I've worked a lot with new writers most recently with uh, a writer called Tim Foley who's just recently won the Judges Brentwood Prize and he's a phenomenal new writer um, and we did a production called The Astronauts of Hartlepool which was um, our tagline was a northern Brexit sci-fi so that was kind of looking at Brexit with uh, before we all got so bored of it this was about two years ago um, uh, looking at it from the perspective of a sort of scientific alien um, mm. uh, invasion so it wasn't actually sort of polit- overtly political mm. at all and so that's the kind of work that I'm really interested in making things that have a very important thing to say about our world but do it in a creative and interesting way and it doesn't necessarily feel directly about that do you think that in the work that you make that because you've talked about doing site-specific Shakespeare Mm. children's theatre I know that you have been quite influential developing a couple of musicals Mm. and you've been brought into R&D a couple of musicals down in London also locally Um, and you also have quite a strong track record of doing quite feminist theatre I know that you run uh, Major Labia Mm. it's a comedy collective do you think is there because that's a really eclectic mix for directors because often directors specialise quite strongly in a certain Mm. strand of theatre what is there a theme or something that kind of holds that that narrative that journey together something they all drawn to in the work that you do yes you're right it is a quite a wide range of uh genres that I have dabbled in over Mm. the years and I think for me the thing that unites uh my work and is important to me in terms of what kinds of stories I want to tell are um 
stories that have a, um, as I just said, a, a sort of a political message, mm. um, but that aren't necessarily overt about that. So getting into musicals in the last few years has been a really interesting way of doing that. Um, so I've recently worked with um, a phenomenal uh, company called Fat Rascal, who um, developed new musicals, and we did a production called Wolverine this summer, and that um, was about a woman who became her own superhero. She needed saving, so she saved herself, that kind of narrative. Mm. And um, But it was also about uh, the tampon tax being misappropriated and um, <laughs> the villain of the piece was a mansplainer. So there was some very overt feminism in there mm. as well. But just taking taking things that affect lots of people and uh, and creating an, a new way of mm. looking at them. And musical theatre is very accessible. It's something that lots of people can enjoy because it's a, a pattern that lots of people know from childhood and from films and perhaps it's easier to bridge the gap between a non-theatre goer and a piece of musical theatre than any other type so I think for me there's something about trying to bring new audiences into theatre and how we do that as well and a lot of the work that I've done tries to tries to do that and so with Major Labia that you mentioned we uh, started out doing gigs in pubs and record shops and places that you know you'd find people that'd be interested in what you're doing but they wouldn't necessarily come all the way to the playhouse so you start doing little gigs and then you build up an audience and then you bring them with you to the studio and then they've been to the theatre and they might come back and see something else Mm. Um, so that's something that I'm really passionate about with the work that I make taking it into spaces that aren't necessarily theatres in order to show that theatre is for everyone I don't know if you're allowed to talk about but do you know what's coming up next what you've got planned next in your career or what's happening in the future Something that I am doing um, soon that I am allowed to talk about um, that I'm really excited about is something called Open Door. And um, Mm -hmm. it's a project that uh, Nottingham Playhouse are partnering on as well as um, the Television Workshop in Nottingham and Derby Theatre and Leicester Curve. And um, we're the first region outside of London to benefit from Open Door, which is a scheme that is set up to try and assist people who might uh, experience barriers in terms of entering drama schools to be able to break down those barriers a little bit. Um, So we're off as um, financial support with auditions and um, travel and those kinds of things but also mentorship and um, training and um, theatre tickets and Q&As and just lots of things that I think um, a certain type of person sometimes takes for granted in terms of being accessible um, and theatre isn't always that accessible so I think Open Door is a really exciting initiative that is trying to break down class barriers in theatre and it's doing it in a really practical way so I've just joined the, the Midlands team and I'll be tutoring and overseeing the workshops that are happening in the Midlands so that's really exciting and that ties into the ethos if you're asking me if there's an underlying ethos I think it is that theatre is for everyone and I think Mm. Open Door is helping make that more possible and not just a soundbite but a reality. Lastly if you are aged three to seven Mm -hmm. what will it be like coming to the theatre to see this show? Hopefully, it will be really exciting. We're aiming to make the um, performance feel very inviting and to make young people feel really welcome in the story that we're telling. Um, But we're not... Uh, sugarcoating things you know there are some dark moments in this there are some moments of peril though the story is about a woman who is on the edge of losing absolutely everything and so the severity of that has to be there in order for her to go on a journey so we're looking at making sure that this is a really well told story that um that doesn't shy away from the darkness within it but hopefully overall um if you are um a three to seven year old listening to this podcast then well done um but if you are a grown-up <laughs> who is potentially bringing a three to seven year old, three to eight year old actually and maybe even beyond if you'd like to I mean, I'm like bringing to... all three of my nephews who are aged uh, one and a half very nearly five and six 
Brill. So we'll have a yeah I can't wait. a range of, of audience. I'm um, so excited. Yeah, I'm hoping that it'll feel uh, like a hoping like it'll feel like a treat. They've seen a really good story. And they've enjoyed themselves. Will that it have is the a happy hope. ending, though, because it's Christmas. Unfortunately, I can't tell you that. You're going to have to come and see the show yeah, to find out. Okay. I mean, it is based on a tale from the 1800s, so you know, there's previous. You could probably probably look up the ending. But have we kept it the same? Who knows? The main character's a woman now, not a man. So <gasps> yes, we were in a primary school in Bullwell the other day, and um, I asked uh, the children if they had any questions about what we'd done, um, or if there's anything that they might do differently. That's part of your research process. Yes, it, to go into a primary school. Great. Yeah. So um, try that out of it. Yeah, them. to go and see what works, and obviously we're making it for children, so we want to make sure that children are a part of that process, and we're not going. Oh, I think a child would like this. We're going. <laughs> okay, children do like this, or they don't like yeah. this. You don't feel patronised. Um, exactly. Like, or, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's exactly the same as any piece of theatre. You want your audience to feel included and mm. understand it and like it's for them, which is the same whatever you're doing. Um, but there was um, a young girl in this primary school in Burwell who asked um, why the shoemaker was a woman because in her book the shoemaker was a man um, and I just that makes me so happy I'm, re- that I'm really really excited by the idea that young people are starting to see very different types of characters on stage mm-hmm. and it's really important to me that um, we have a female shoemaker we have a woman running her own business um, but we also have a man in a storytelling role and I think mm-hmm. that that's something that very young children don't see very often that's there's um, yeah there aren't a lot of men in sort of nurseryness or primary school teaching positions I mean they're absolutely everywhere else but mm-hmm. in those positions um, they are underrepresented and so I think it is really important for um, children to see women doing things and men telling stories I think both of those things are really important great well that was inspiring thank you um, we're going to leave it there Brill. thanks Sean thank you it was a charming interview with Siobhan about a genuinely charming show do catch the elves and the shoemaker if you can what I really like is the pride that she takes in making a, a well-told story that works for everyone, making it in Nottingham with a mainly Nottingham team. Creating wonder in Nottingham is what we're all about at the Playhouse. And there's nothing more wonderful, of course, than our pantomime, Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood. So here's an interview where Alex Moxon of our participation team catches up with the one and only John Elkington, alias Nurse Nelly Noggins. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right. I'm fine, thank you very much. Um, into the second end of the second week of rehearsals, just about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, I get to a point where um, my my tiny brain can't take any more. So I'm just at that point now where we've we've more or less been taught everything, but I haven't learned anything. So now I have to start trying to learn it and remember it. But it's going okay. Yeah, it's, there's a, there's a mid a mid rehearsal madness that I get to, and I'm there at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But it's fine. I'll Fantastic. come back next week. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about this year's pantomime? This year we're doing Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood. And it's, uh, I think it's only the second or third time we've ever done this one. Uh, and it's the first time I'll have done the dame in it because Kenneth was the dame last time. And it's quite funny because uh, when Kenneth did it last time, because he's of an age, he, he, he tries not to do too much because it's a hard schedule, the panto. So he didn't write himself on till about page 17. And it was thought that that was a bit too long because I'm a little bit younger than him. Get him on earlier. So I'm on a little bit earlier. So they've rewritten some bits and I've got a little song to do at the beginning. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely story. It's Robin Hood, obviously, and the Merry Men and Women. 
and the evil sheriff of Nottingham. So it's a story that I'm sure that people in this area are very familiar with. But you, you know, we've got the little children as well. We've got we've got three sets of babes, so we've got six children because they alternate. Um, so it's very busy with the babes because I'm in because I play the nanny. A lot of my scenes are with the children, so we have to do everything at least three times. So those scenes I'll know really well. <laughs> Fantastic, thank you. And can you tell us a little bit more about your character? Yes, she's Nurse Nellie Noggins. Uh, she's a spinster, and uh, <laughs> she lives just outside Nottingham uh, in a lovely village. And uh, and she's she's called back the sheriff um, because the sheriff is given charge of these children, who are his brothers, who's away at war. Uh, he doesn't want to look after them, so he employs his old nanny, and that's me, Nurse Nellie Noggins. So I come in to look after the babes, and there's a whole plot about kidnap and murder, and uh, and I get involved in that. So, yeah, and I do a little bit of cooking and a bit of running around, and I have a nighty on at one point. <laughs> Fantastic, that's brilliant. And you touched on some of the darker elements of Panto, but obviously pantomime, yeah. family entertainment. Um, so how does it compare playing the villain, which you have done in previous years, to now playing the dame? Uh, I play them more or less the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, the last time we did Robin Hood, Kenneth was Nellie Noggins, and I was the sheriff. So I got to play the evil sheriff last time. And I've done Abenaza. Um Ooh, it's a tricky one, that, because they are very, very different. But it's still me, and it's still pantomime. And I'm always given, it's really kind of them, I'm always given free reign to add lib or to, to work with the audience. So even when I was doing the baddies, I still had that. So I still have that audience interaction. Um, so there's a similarity there. But obviously, I don't get booed now, and I do like being booed. So if people want to come and just boo Nurse Nelly, that's fine by me. I can live with that. Brilliant. Um, so yeah. Permission to boo Nurse Nelly. Always fantastic. Lovely. Nelly, and I'll boo them back. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and what's it been like working with Kenneth Allen Taylor? Um, obviously, he's a bit of a legend <laughs> in Nottingham now, but what's your experience of working with him? Um, it's a joy and it always has been and I, I think, I, I don't know how long I mean, I've, I've done 20 pantos for him but I've done lots of other shows with him as a director and I've done a lot of shows with him as another actor so it's always a joy and uh, Ken's old school to me He's a, he, he comes from an era I wish I'd have worked in I mean, he worked with Tony Hancock who's my comedy hero and so to have that connection for me is lovely and to be able to ask him things about the old style and the old school because that's what I'm interested in. But it's always a joy with Kenneth and he's become a friend, which is lovely. You know, he's, he's, I can ring him up and moan at him and he'll ring me up and moan at me, so it's fine. And on that, every year we see the same faces coming back to Nottingham Playhouse <laughs> and that's one of the great things about the pantomime. Yeah. The audiences over the years have really got to know the cast. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about the returning um, actors that you've worked with for years and years and those who are new faces this year? Yeah, well, this year um, we've ten, ten uh, of the adult cast and obviously with the, with the young chorus, but nine of the adult cast, oh, eight of them have been in the pantomime before, one of them, Robin, Robin Kingsland, who plays Robin Hood, who, sorry, I beg your pardon, he plays the Sheriff of Nottingham. Robin's done a lot of plays here, and I've, done, I've worked with him before, but this is his first panto. And Clarice, who plays Tilly, it's her fans, first pantomime. But back, we've got Rebecca Little and Darren Southworth, who, uh, who did my first pantomime here with me in 1998. I mean, not, Becky's done more or, le- more or less the same number as me. We've just missed a couple together. Uh, and Darren 
was here for the last three or four years, I think. Uh, Kinden was one of our chorus dancers last year, our adult chorus, and he's got a part this year, so that's great. And Adam's back, who played Dandini last year, and Tim's back, who's playing Robin Hood. And Kelly, Kelly Edwards, who was in the chorus as a young girl, and then as an adult, she's been in quite a few pantos. She's back, she's just had a baby, so she's back playing Millie the Miller. Have I said everybody? Because you know what they're like. They're so prima donna. They'll look, get upset if I don't mention them. I don't know if I've said them all. I think that's ten. That I'm was terrible ten. with lists. I think was that it was ten? ten. Well, I we'll find so. out. I'll get, <laughs> yeah. I'll get complaints. Brilliant. Fantastic. Um, so it really does feel like a really warm family. Yeah. Um, I, just to say, because I know uh, Johnny Morton, our MD, Johnny's, mm. Johnny's done them every year, and, and we've got the same band, so we have the same uh, Johnny and three more musicians in the pit. Uh, Steve and the other two Johns, so they're and they're part of it because they're involved every night. So there's, yeah. So the, and the, and the creative side of it with Tim the designer and Adele the choreographer and Helen uh, the wardrobe mistress and um, and Adam will do the sound. I know I was sort of mentioning these people, but it is the same group of people every year, and also that cuts down that saves you a lot of time because we know what to do more or less. So uh, we don't have to be told to do certain things because we already know it. And what's the attraction? Why do you keep coming back year after year to Nottingham Playhouse to do the pantomimes? To be honest, Alex, I, I was thinking about that. I've thought about that a few times over the years, and I, I think I'd miss it so much. I think I'd really miss it. I don't know what I'd do. This is my Christmas. This is how I spend my Christmas. Uh, and it's, it's just become how I spend my Christmas. So if it stops next year, um, I don't know what I'll do. I'll find something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what does the rest of your year look like when you're not here doing pantomime? Well, the one I've just had, the one that's coming up is very quiet at the moment, but the one I've just had has been okay. I, I did the panto last year and then I came, came back here and I did holes. And then I spent the rest of the time doing a Maxine Peake's new play called Queens of the Coal Age. So we did that at the Royal Exchange in Manchester and then I went down to the new Vic at Stoke. So it's been theatre this year, no telly. But that's okay, because I prefer theatre, really. Is it, yeah? Yeah, it's been all right. And what is it about pantomime that makes it so special? I know you've talked about a lot about audience interaction, but how much of that is a, is a big part It's a massive part. It's absolutely massive, because it's, it's for me, it's the only um, style of theatre, form of theatre, that asks the audience to be involved and invites them to be involved. And if they sat there completely silent, um, it would be a. It would be a much shorter show, <laughs> and it would be very boring for everyone. I think so. Uh, they're a massive part of, of it. They're an extra. They're an extra member of the cast. Um, so you know, we invite them. We invite the adults to check in their age and maturity at the at the at the door, and and to bring their uh, inner child with them, and play. That's what that's what we do. We just play for two and a half, three hours. Brilliant. And just to sum up then this interview, why should people come and see this year's pantomime? I have no idea. <laughs> why should they come and see it? Because it is what it is. It's pantomime. It's fun. It's it's a chance to escape the madness of the world into the madness of pantomime. It is mad. It is crazy. If you come in and get involved, you'll have a great time. And we have a great time every, every night, every afternoon, every evening. And I think that's part of it is we are having fun and it looks like we're having fun and we want the audience to have fun and they'll have a great time I'm sure they will uh, and we have people that come back year in year out and I think that's testament to it to the quality of the pantomime here to the uh, 
to everything about it, the production values, um, myself not included, but the performances on stage and the people that are involved with it. It's a very warm environment and it's a very loving environment and we do it, there's a lot of love in the panto. It's just fun, it's fun. And if you want to have some fun, come and have some fun with us at Christmas. Fantastic. That seems like a really great place to leave it. Um, So Robin Hood, Babes in the Wood at Nottingham Playhouse all Christmas. Come along and just have a good laugh and have some fun. Yeah, enjoy it. Thank you very much, John. You're very welcome. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Well, you heard it here first. Permission from John Elkington himself to come along to the pantomime and boo the dame, Nurse Nellie Noggins. Robin Hood and the Babes in the Wood continue on our main stage until Saturday the 19th of January. It's not to be missed. That's it for this edition. Thank you for listening. Do subscribe to Nottingham Playcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever good podcasts are found. We'll be back in the new year with more for you. And in the meantime, have a Merry Christmas.